Hot Tub Beers is meant for entertainment purposes with a side of beer education. Each episode may contain offensive and off-color humor. Our intended audience is people 21 years of older who love beer and laughter. Welcome back to Hot Tub Beers. Jacob and Carlos sitting here with me today. Uh, we're we're going to take a trip to, to Dallas, uh, Three Nations Brewing Company in Carrollton, Texas. So I say Carrollton, Texas. It's in Dallas. Uh, if, you, if you don't know the DFW area, uh, there's tons of suburbs. We all call them DFW. I don't know if they get offended by it or not, but um, here at Hot Tub Beers, it's all good. Well, yeah, exactly, and they should get offended. I mean, I, we, we actually like their beers. This is a, this is an interesting deal. Okay, so when, when I started looking this up, I started seeing these beers being thrown out there. The wind's blowing the beers around right now. Um, being thrown out there and wondering, it's symbol brewing. I'm thinking, like, where did these come from? I never heard of symbol brewing before. But what Carol, what, uh, not Carrollton, the Three Nations Brewing did was they started their own, like, kind of subset or um, spinoff of Three Nations Brewing and called it symbol brewing and they're giving their brewers free reign. And so when I'm looking it up, it's their brewers get to create three brand new beers every 60 days and throw them out there. And this is just in an effort to get unique beers out there to devoted craft beer fans that want to try crazy flavors in there. Mm -hmm. And so what we're doing is we got, we've got the storm here today. Okay. Mm, storm. The storm. And, and on the front, there's a symbol of a storm. This is a pecan porter with roasted pecans, peanut butter, banana, chocolate, and coffee. Okay? This is going to be something it, wicked. It, initial thoughts. Initial thoughts just from the uh, from the description. What it you think, guys? It come out dark. Because if it didn't, y'all were going to get ragged on straight from the jump, and I'm liking what I'm seeing. It is. It looks so, good. This one, it's, it's got a lot of flavors, a lot of things going on. With that, that can be either really good or really bad. Uh, I'm a fan of pecans. Uh, that was part of growing up a lot of time in Georgia. That was kind of the thing. Okay. Our tree would go out there every every uh, season and get them off the trees in the front yard. Uh, and I think you said your your favorite was pecan, correct? I, yeah, I, yeah. I love pecan pies. I love uh, I love I love the flavor of pecan. I drink the pecan coffee from H E B. Holy shit! I just smelt this. Um, it is fucking amazing. It is. It's I, you know I'm a fan of pecans and I'm a fan of coffee. Um, so oh. the, the what what throws me off and I'll and I'll be I'll be honest. This is the first uh, beer that we're tasting that I'm really apprehensive of. Um, it is the the banana and the peanut butter that's 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 throwing me off here. See that so, that that's actually what kind of got me going. Actually, oh my first I just it's like my my pro, you know my morning protein shakes. Mm-hmm. Usually strawberry or raspberry, banana, peanut butter. Like I, that's what I, I love. Yeah. To me, banana and peanut butter are like some of the good stuff, yeah. uh, and just good for you in general. But good in flavor. Uh, so I'm kind of excited about that. And then some of the other flavors, I was like, okay, well, with chocolate and coffee, porters, that kind of makes sense. Uh, I'm, I'm interested to see how much pecan follows through, though. So, so if, if if you've been a listener of the podcast on the first episode, me and Carlos mentioned opening up a strip club named Dad Bots. Okay, mm. um, so I do rock the dad bod. Very nice. If, Thank if, you. if you're listening now, um, Jacob doesn't 
Jacob's not dad bod guy. He's protein in the morning. He's not dad bod. He doesn't have kids. He's actually he's living the single life. He's doing his thing. Please subscribe. We'll send a picture. (laughs) (laughs) I've got my audition tape for Magic Mike. (laughs) A picture of Jacob in the hot tub is going to be the first benefit of being a subscriber. (laughs) We're going to do a calendar next year. (laughs) Oh, we should do a calendar. Your your Christmas, for sure. Uh, I I can pull off the Christmas most definitely. Yeah, yeah. I'll tell you, off, off the nose. Oh, so the, what, yeah. what, what are you getting off the nose out of all those ingredients? Do you get anything off the – is it sticking out something. more than the other? Can I tell you something? I can tell you, I, I, I can, I can tell you be honest. I'm smelling be coffee. Honest. I'm smelling banana. Yes. For, so you're getting more the, banana. I'm getting a lot of banana. I'm getting banana, and I, peanut I, I, butter, I really and like, coffee. I, I really I, like banana, though. Yeah, I was about to say, I've seen you eat I, several bananas. Oh, wait a minute. Are we uh, – No, because we're morning guys. We're morning guys. We start in the morning. we got to get our potassium. He does put his hand on the back of his head, which is kind of weird. But besides that – Besides that, you gotta eat the bananas. I do. Remember, I, eat I, it like a lady. What the fuck does that mean? Mouth to the hey. banana, not the banana <laughs> to the mouth. <laughs> You're an ass clown, and oh. I love it. Oh, yeah. So that's okay. what I'm smelling. But I tell you what, I mean, uh, I do get banana and a little bit of chocolate, kind of more front. That's fucking wicked and good all at the same time to me. Okay. Wow. I'm I tasting don't... all kinds of shit. Peanut butter is in a very big mouth. Yes, peanut I butter actually, is there. Yes, most definitely taste the That's giving the creaminess. It's I a little it. bit. It's a little bit dry. I was expected to be a little bit more sweet than what it is. Yeah. Um, yeah. That might be the dissipation of. Cause I didn't really get coffee. And you said you were the coffee guy. Yes, I, I Did like you get coffee. Much coffee. I, I didn't smell get the much coffee. coffee. I don't taste it. I smell it. But I don't right. taste it. So in the in the nose, I'm getting I'm getting coffee and banana more than anything else. When I'm tasting it, I'm getting a lot of peanut butter. I'm getting the peanut butter and chocolate and pecan more yeah. than anything else. This I agree. A very, oh, very nutty at the end. Yeah. Did you catch yeah. that? Yeah. I had a very nutty end just now. Wait a minute. Oh, wait a minute. Huh? I might. I might. Crazy. <laughs> Crazy. We are we are six <laughs> feet apart in the hot tub. Just uh, just as a disclaimer. I can honestly tell you, you know, um, you know, like I say, I always wow. talk about how I really don't like. Not not that I don't like. I don't drink a lot of porters and uh, and stouts. Stout, right. But uh, there's a lot going on with these last few beers that we had, and they're uh, kind of growing on you, huh? Yeah, I mean, and yeah, I, I, yeah, I, yeah, I they're still, really awesome beer. I still stick to my statement. I feel like these beers are the kind of beers on a nice, windy, nice, cold day, sitting yes. on a fire, right? We're all hanging out, having cigars. Like these are the kind of beers for that. Now, are you gonna, in the middle of dog hog summer of Texas? While you're, you're right. sweating to death, are you gonna be drinking this? No, probably not. I don't. Yeah. You know, I don't know. It, it, it's it's being a porter, it's got a lighter mouthfeel than a than a stout. Correct. It it, it kind of it doesn't feel heavy to me. Like even in the summer, I would think as the sun's going down, I did my night with well, this. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I did I'm my night with this. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm talking, we're all on the golf. Oh, course, you talk about just kind of like sweating. steaming it up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, you know this, it, but this would be a very good like your lunch time. Yeah. Even if it's hot, lunch time, have this with your meal. I can see that. Oh, I agree. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and, and I'm not super familiar with Three Nations. I know Carlos likes Three Nations. They have their Mango Smash IPA. Their Mango which, Smash. They got their Sucker Punch, which is a, a Blender Vice, a Sour, a Watermelon, and um, that fucking beer is amazing. So Carlos freaking, Carlos is a little bit more geek about this beer than or this brewery than, than we are. It knows a little bit more. Well, but the mangoes, when I'm looking yeah. them up, like – 
they're solid. Like 2019, they were the best brewery of Dallas didn't for the Dallas know, Observer. I did not even know that. The the Chamber of Commerce and Farmers Branch named them the Small Business of the Year. Then 2020, the year of the the Rona, right? Uh, they're the Dallas Brewery of the Year by their culture culture club or culture web there in Dallas. And then they were in the Metro Crest Chamber of Commerce. They were the business of the year in 2020. So they're they're crushing it in a pandemic. Uh, did a did a really good job with this. I I like it. It's it's just like I said before. It's it's different. So the the nose that I'm getting again, I'm I'm getting the banana and the chocolate and the coffee in the nose. When I'm tasting it, I'm getting a lot of peanut butter and a lot of pecans. But it solid beer. It it is a solid beer. Have you had not read off everything that they that they're actually known for? I was just going off the few beers that I have from them, and uh, them not being from Houston, I haven't had all their beers. But I just the beers that I have had from them are solid i really enjoy them i'm actually think i think it's really badass that uh they're doing all that stuff up there in the dallas uh fort worth area um man i really enjoy this freaking stout uh, uh porter sorry um, with the with the dallas scene to be named as like best brewery in dallas that's that's that's, a, pretty, that's, that's pretty good they got over 100 a, freaking breweries out there some man. big names up there big names and i, I, I say big names just like once again like i am coming back now of an older age back to texas kind of reinventing my life in texas and i've never heard of three nations i've never made it to the east coast obviously so this is my first three nations beer i think and uh good on them again nice light creamy people a lot of people will see those black beers and think oh my god they think yeah. they think guinness or they think they're so heavy it's so filling it's really not though no it's it's yeah. really not it's it's not a filling beer at all like and for me beer. and i think i said at the beginning of this for me the all the flavors that you're reading off was kind of intimidating. Oh God, that's a lot of flavors. It is, but damn, if they didn't all work together, yeah, you're it did. Right. And I'd be, I'd be really curious as to when they put what adjunct in the beer, because it, it's almost like you got the banana at the very end, just to give you that nose and pull right. you in, right? And it seems like the peanut butter and the pecans may have spent the longest time in the boil to give it the most flavor. Like it, it, they did a really good job. And six point seven percent, which I. For a porter, maybe a little bit high. Am, am I wrong or no? Yeah, I mean, usually, yeah, usually you got a five, five, five and a half type okay. thing. That's what you're gonna. This is obviously a little bit elevated, and it could just be from the sugars that are coming off of these different. Well, and again, we talked about American style. Like, if we're gonna do an American style porter, what that means is really like it's gonna be lighter than a stout, and we're gonna do it the fucking one. Yeah, traditionally, an English porter is gonna be a three, five to four, five. Correct. So that means yeah. that's that's the working man beer. That's what you slam when you get thing. off of work. Nothing against other countries, but these guys drink as part of their their daily type thing. Farmhouse elves actually came from the guys who worked on the farm. They got a jug of farmhouse elves to kind of just get them through the day. Instead of water, they were drinking that. Yeah, so they, they, they awesome. yeah, so they do that. We drink for recreation. We're not drinking during work. We're drinking because we're done with fucking work and we want to relax. First of all, speak for yourself, Jacob Baker. Don't tell me what I do during work. <laughs> No, I don't drink during work. That'd, uh, that'd be crazy. That's nonsense, I tell you. So. <laughs> That's, that, that was a, so I, I got this with the intention of doing it on the episode just because this is, this is out of my normal wheelhouse and uh, did not know what to think. Uh, because, I, and Carlos has mentioned this before, we don't want to grab every beer and go, oh, this is fucking badass, this is badass, every single beer. Uh, we want to be completely and totally honest, so we want to throw That's in some good. stuff that we're not nor- normally uh, drinking. I think this was a good addition. 
I do, I do. Uh, and, and adjunct beers are kind of a big thing since probably 2010-ish is when they really became popular and people uh-huh. really started pushing them. Not only is it just like a specialty thing, but they started doing them as mainstays. There's some breweries here in, in, in the Houston market that are like, their number one beer is an adjunct beer. I don't personally believe that's a good business model. But I agree with you on that. Do, do your own thing. Right. Do, I'm, I, I don't own a brewery, so I can't really tell you, you know, but I just don't think that's a good idea. Um, but uh, using adjuncts can be very tricky. I don't think this was their first try, first batch. They definitely probably had to refine, like you were saying earlier, like when yes. they put stuff in. Yeah. Uh, and I think they, they, they waited for the right timing mm-hmm. and executed pretty pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah, I would be I would be interesting on in how many uh, how many incarnations this beer went through before they released it into yeah. the market. I mean you think about it, Jack Daniels, this is Texas, Jack Daniels, it took six more barrels before we reached Jack Daniels we have today. So yeah. they, they played with it, you know. Just like anything else, you got you gotta you gotta He said played with it. Giggity <laughs> <laughs> I love the I love the concept here of Three Nations Brewing kind of giving their brewers a free license, right? You're not nice. micromanaging your workers. You got some guys that you realize that do good with what they're doing, as evidenced by the awards that they've received in Dallas. And you're saying, all right, here, guys, here's a free license. And I'm even going to put you under your own little label That's awesome. um, I think that's and, awesome. and just have fun. Like, yeah. as an employee, the jobs where I perform the worst are when somebody's over my shoulder and micromanaging me. Oh, yeah. When, when I've been allowed to do my thing, that's where I've been most successful. And it's kind of a neat concept there. Like, not only are they brewing for Three Nations under the Three Nations umbrella, they get their own little kind of spin-off brewery in a sense. Yeah. And I've, I've heard of other breweries doing that as well. They'll have, like, either a contest between the brewers and whoever ha- – or, like, home, you know, brewers yeah. thing. And, like, whoever has the best one, they'll say, hey, we're going to do this one. We're going to – Sam Adams used to do that. Yeah. I know Terrapin out of uh, um, Athens, Georgia did it. Um, the cool, cool, cool thing is, I think what these guys are doing is they're letting it art. Because to me, brewing is just an art form. Just like people put yes. paint to canvas, just like Music. Ernesto puts food, food yep. to plate. Like it, you, you gotta let the artists. Do, do you have cooks, and then you have chefs. Exactly. Yeah. Agree. So you have brewers. Who just wanted like, hey, you tell me what to do, and I'll do it. Those are your worker bees. Cool. And they're right. not. They're, there's nothing wrong with that. We need those in, a, yes. in this industry. But then you have those guys who are let let the artists work. And I think that's for them to do that. And because that's because it is a business. It's a very scary thing. How many breweries yes. have had brewers come into their place, open them with open arms, and probably even train them a little bit? And then maybe they went somewhere else and did their own thing. Oh, yeah. It happens in this industry, but that's what I love about this industry. It's like, hey, it's cool, man. It's all love. Oh, that's a good point. I I think you bring that up. Like if uh, Three Nations pulls in some – and obviously they feel as though they've pulled in some badass brewers to to brew their product. If you give them free reign in there, they're less likely to go and be your competition. Right. They're going to brew the badass beers for you, and we're all going to profit as a family instead of – Splitting off and doing something different. So speaking of that, I know a little bit about this. Whenever uh, me and uh, Baker uh, flew into Chicago, we took a trip up to Des Moines, Iowa. We went to Toppling Goliath. So Toppling Goliath uh, had a brewer that brewed there, and they make probably the best haze, some of the best hazies, and by far the number one stout because they had they have the number one and five Ooh. stout in the world. I had some when I was up in Wisconsin the other so, day. So uh, what I was going to say is, y'all are talking about that. 
one of the brewmasters, one of the uh, the assistant brewers, uh, split off and opened up his own brewery, which we, me and you went down there. I cannot remember the name of the brewery. It's like four miles from Toppling Goliath. But that little place that we sat on the outside of the patio, I cannot think of the brewery. He opened up uh, his own brewery, and he learned how to brew. At Toppling Goliath, yeah. At, at I remember Goliath. that, yeah. So from that point on, they put in a claw uh, in the clause as as they're as you're being hired. If you're uh, if you're there assisting brewing or whatnot, if you leave to open up your other brewery, it has to be without. You have to be in a range of outside 250 miles from the brewery. So yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, and, and the miles is, is just here and there, but I th- I do th- I, I see what they're doing there, and I, I agree. Like because they're, teach- they're any, teaching these people how to brew. Anyone out there who's working for a brewery right now, if you decide to jump that wheel and go most people say hey man i get that you want to grow you want to have your own thing because i think all of us right now you're home brewer i'm a home brewer yep. yes and a perfect world one day that leads to something where we own our own thing yeah we, yes. we put our own yes sure my problem with that story you just said the fact that he did it right down the road that was kind of disrespectful it, it is it, it, I, that I, I was, felt that yeah i, 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 I was that. like that's messed like i i don't think i like i said there's some big brewers here and, in Texas, in Houston, game. Texas, that have guys who brewed for them and went on to do their own thing, but they didn't do it right down the road. Yeah. Which is and, and, and yeah, whenever I heard, And when I heard the story, it wasn't to me stepping on the little man saying, you know, the next, the next, uh, uh, we're putting this in, in, in the paperwork that the next brewer is going to be, has to go 250 uh, miles away, but he wasn't just brewing for an average brewer. I mean, they're ranked number 14th in the world. They got some of the top beers in the world. He has learned to brew some of the best beers. And sure. to go four miles down the road, yeah, that's, that's a slap in the face 100%. to anybody. Not not just Toppling Goliath because I'm a fan of their beer. Uh, it, that's a slap in the face for any brewery. Right. You know. So going so, going back to this, so this is a good storm thing. beer. Yeah. And the pecan porter, like, any in my head, I'm I'm imagining this, and of course I'm a fan, and Carlos knows this of the bourbon barrel aged oh, yeah. So, it, to me. You could take this and age it in a bourbon barrel, maybe yellow rose Ooh. out of Houston to keep it keep it local. I, I think that would add, really add to this. That that I, I think that would fit. I th- I think it would add to it. Uh, some of the flavors might fall off, so you might have to readjust it. To me, and, and this is gonna sound really weird. I don't know that banana and the bourbon feel good to me in my head. Yeah, and that's why I was like. That might be a good thing. That's what I'm saying. Like it might yeah. be a good thing. Maybe that banana falls off a little bit, and then you get stuck with the peanut butter. And yeah, I mean, I think it's, it's one of the things you play with it. You know? Yeah. No, no, no. I like it. He good. said, yeah, "Play with it." A, I knew you were gonna say. <laughs> uh, but yeah, like this, it's a trial and error. Like I said, if if, if you have anyone else, um, like a chef or an artist, you know, like. You, you, you try different things. You, you see what's going to work, what's not going to work, and then that's what makes it kind of – that's what makes the fun of it. And Yes. I actually really love the fact that they're, uh, they're they're letting their guys being creative and do their thing, and it keeps them freaking happy and wanting to come to work, and it's not just fucking doing the same thing every day. Three right. nations. Uh, we're going to rate y'all here a little bit, but this one beer that we have, I'm going to try more of the symbols, but uh, – this is a great yeah, beer. Yeah, no shit. I'm going to go down uh, yeah. the symbols rabbit hole now after having this one. Yeah, for yeah, I sure. Really, I, I'm, I'm curious sure. about everything. That and that's not, the, that's not a slide against Three Nations because I'm sure Three Nations has just great beers, period. Yeah, the right. four beers are really, but, really good. Yes. But, like, you kind of, like, 
you know, it's just like just saying, like the guys who are in there doing the grunt work. I kind of want to see what they have in them. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. It's, sure. it's kind of like that beer dinner that we talked about at, at Thistle. Like you, you're letting the chefs decide the, you know, as opposed to a brewery coming in. Now we're matching food to the brewery. The chefs are creating their own favorite plate, and then we're, we're matching the beers. the beers to go with it. Yeah, yeah. That, that's uh, there, there's all kind of ways to put this puzzle together. And every way that you put it together, it still looks pretty fucking cool. It just looks different. You know, and you don't want to see the same puzzle put together every fucking time. Correct. Right? So, uh, like, having something like this, I think, gives them the free reign. Yeah, for sure. So let's 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 go back to this. This is this is our, you know, our mini episode. We're looking at this. This is the Storm Pecan Porter with peanut butter, banana, chocolate, and coffee coming out of Three Nations Brewing, Brewing Company, excuse me, under the guise of the Symbol Brewing Company affiliate that they're that they're going with um i brought this beer i bought this beer i'm gonna go first i'm gonna go up 3.7 i i really like it i think it's a light mouthfeel i could definitely have uh three or four of these sitting in the hot tub and call it an evening uh, they come in a 16 ounce can that's what i was gonna say stay, yeah you, could you still have three or four coming in a 16 oh ounce fuck yeah dude i'm not a puss on record tim is not a puss yes yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Thank you for acknowledging that, Carlos. So, do you want to go last? Or you want me to go next? Go ahead. Um, like go I said, ahead. Uh, when it comes to dark beers, I'm not. I've, I've never been the biggest fan. I do like to, you know, dibble and dabble them every now and then. Um, really enjoy this beer. I'll stick close to very uh, with Tim. Uh, three six, three eight, three nine. Um, like I said, I've had some of the best stouts and porters in the world. Three uh, six, eight, or nine. Which one is your choice? Uh, let's, <laughs> let's just go three nine. I don't want to. I don't want to fuck okay. around because I'm already a fan of their uh, their core beers. Um, and if if they're letting their people that are not the head brewmaster do things like this, I think the sky's the limit and that they're just going to keep fucking pumping that out good cool. juice. I like that concept. I, like, I, like that. I agree so, with you as well. Um, yeah, the, concept, the concept to me is affecting the flavor of the beer just because I think it's fucking cool. Yeah, yeah exactly. For sure, so. for sure. One is label. A lot of things affect like your perceptive ideology of what the beer is going to be. Right. Uh, so, man, I'm going to have to go probably like I'll go a little bit lower. I would say three six. Okay. Uh, I don't think I'd be able to crush multiple sixty ounce cans of this because I would, I'd probably get you know like not tired of it, but I'd be like all right, that's that's enough. Um, but I do I, I applaud these guys. I mean those flavors are some uh, tough flavors to combine. I said at the beginning of the show I was like hey, you're reading this off, and I'm like that's a lot of flavors coming. It out. is like you know like you know what I mean. And some people, you can put anything label on there, and it's like, okay, you're just trying to, like, hocus-pocus me. But those flavors came through. Uh, I picked up probably at least on the coffee, but I'm not a coffee person. You said you had a little bit there. Yeah. Uh, I definitely got the banana. I got the pecan. Uh, I would say coffee is the most subdued of the flavors that are yeah. in Yeah. And that just might be because it's the, the bitterness of the coffee is trying to balance all this, this little bit of sweetness of everything else. Mm-hmm. But I thought this was a very solid thing. And, and yeah, like you said, like, the the the, the to me, like the backstories was getting lost nowadays in yes. in, in beer, I, and that's what I love. I love the the, the camaraderie and talking about beers. That's why I love the idea of this show. I love what you guys are doing, and uh, I got some. You get so many stories behind some of these beers and everything. And, like sometimes that's just the fun of it. Yes, it, that's, it, that's especially now that we have lost so much social mm-hmm. interaction due to what we're in nowadays. Like that's kind of the fun of it, and the fact that you you were able to share a story about a brewery that's like, hey. We appreciate you guys for what you do for us. We want to give you guys own creativity. Like, I think that's awesome. And I think whichever group of guys did this one, 
Good job, man. Yeah. It's hard, hard, hard work to do. Hard, hard to sell. And you guys did a good job at that. Yeah. Hats off to Three Nations and hats off to Symbol Brewing. Uh, you got a really cool concept going and fuck, you're knocking it out of the park with the first few that are coming out. We're going to keep going down that rabbit hole. Uh, look for more episodes on Symbol Brewing as they keep finding more of their beers. Uh, but until next time. I'll see y'all later. And just so y'all know, this is not a butt chugging beer. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> this is a regular chugging beer. Yes. Until next time, guys. Bye.